Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out Intro goes long cause Todd's so big hearted Other podcasts in before his get started The intros are recorded on a phone but don't worry The audio of the show is at a higher quality You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So Wow. Well, it's Thursday night. Keith Blumbard stopped by. What? Yeah. And he brought, from what I understand, a friend of his. They've known each other since what grade? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Danny. She's sitting right over there in my living room. Wow. What an opening. I mean, what a really good opening, if you think about it, right? It's perfect. Listen to the music. What? It's a crazy. What? But that's uh, enough of that. So, hey, by the way, li- listen to this. And listen up, please. Please. I beg of you. I beg of you, okay? If you live in Albany, you live in Albany near the Albany Funny Bone, you know the Cody Woods that is often on our show? Well, he's doing a show there for Valentine's Day. What? Yes. Wow. Woo! And uh, 
if you he's allowed to put a certain amount of people on, you can get free passes. So he can give ten people free passes, right? So if you're like, I live near the Albany Funny Bone, how do I get a pass? Email him, make it short. Say, hey, I'd love two passes. Ask for four. Knowing him will probably say okay because he's stupid. But anyway, <laughs> email him at Cody, C-O-D-Y, dot Woods, W-O-O-D-S, at Gmail. Cody dot Woods at Gmail. And say, I'd like two free tickets. Yeah, the reason we say Cody's dumb is because it makes it like those commercials where they try to do that, like Crazy Eddie. Like, you know, the joke is like, oh, he's crazy. We'll go take advantage of his, you know, he's just slashing the prices. He's like a maniac. I don't care if I make money. I'm crazy. Hey, thank God that guy's crazy. I can uh, go down there and, and I am an opportunist. And I take advantage of it. So we're trying to make that like that with, um, with, um, who we talk, with uh, Cody Woods. Like, he's always supposed to put five people on the guest list. But he's so bad at math. If, you pro- if probably 50 called, he'd end up putting them all on by accident. <laughs> hey, don't take advantage of that, though, people. Please do not take advantage of that. But seriously, email him and, and say, I would love two free passes. And then I'll take up to whatever man he's allowed to take up to. That's it. That's what that's what I do for you on the Todd Glass show. I give you I give you that. Sure. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's show. It is the second half of it's the after show. So um uh Chris Farron was uh, the last week's show and then we did an after show just with the family. And that's what this is today. Keith, how come you haven't been by in a while? Oh, I've been uh, getting over addictions to pain pills and other narcotics. Well, I appreciate your honesty. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm hooked. Oh, I was hoping it was a different outcome. Well, good luck to you. It's a guy that really doesn't listen. <laughs> I love luck being with somebody. He goes, somebody yeah, well, good luck to you. Anyway. A one and a two. Wow. Well, Danny, it was nice meeting you. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Do you have a Twitter? Um, I do. It's, uh... Sure, everybody has a Twitter. What's wrong with that? You know what? It's a great way to communicate. I I feel like I spend more time on Instagram, though. I feel like my Twitter is all wrestling-related. You know what? Like, that's all there is on there. Can I tell you? (laughs) I got... I said it. What's it say on this page right here? What's that say? Uh, tweet or ice... Instagram. What? Instagram. Yeah, because <laughs> it is hard to read. Like, how stay, do I spell it? I stay ram. I don't know I how. I spell it Insta. I spell it I S T A G R A M. Instagram. Instagram. That, that, there's no N. All right, listen, one. how about you mind your own business? <laughs> That's called. Yeah, I like when people are going to tell you there's no N. Yeah, I spelled it wrong. Like, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> And he's like putting up, you don't got to be aggressive about it. Hey, there's no S. Well, look, when you spell it wrong, you really don't care how bad you spell it. It's wrong. One letter off, ten letters off. I hope I get the first letter right and the last letter right, and maybe one letter in between. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Okay, you're not, you know, going to... Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, follow me on Instagram. It's uh, danimo13, D-A-N-I-M-O-1-3. <laughs> there you go. And God love, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, remember, 
Where's my music? Hey, I heard you. How you do? Uh, oh, you got a lot of nerve. Uh, oh, we'll never, oh, we'll never see you. Never again. I love that cat. I love that cat. Get it? It's funny because it, although it is sad when a cat dies, it doesn't seem like that was the type of, uh, you know, they seem hysterical. Not a, not like a different type of hysteria, like like wife, like significant other, like child. Why do I have to go? You know what I'm talking about. It's this mourning, and then you find out it's the cat. I demand that this is okay. I hearly deem Todd got a little uncomfortable, but is he? But everything he was saying was fine. That's where it's absurd. The wailing away, the crying, and then my cat. Oh well, stop already. Although, let me tell you something. Don't get me wrong. Why am I so afraid someone might get me wrong? Well, because I don't want one person to think, oh, Todd, has he never lost an animal? No. Still, I stand my ground. I did. I pulled over on the side of the road, bawling my eyes, crying, not ready for it, the way it was going to overwhelm me when I had to leave the dog at that place where they put it to sleep. I didn't stay, and that I felt bad for that. So I only had to put one other dog to sleep about 10 years later, I stayed with that dog because I felt horrible. I thought, you owe it. So, someone told me, they go, oh, you didn't stay with the dog? And I'm like, no, I, I, I was like, I, I, I was, I didn't know what to do. I was a lot younger. You know, this is like literally the first time I was uh, probably 23. And I just dropped it off at the different veterinary hospital in Devon, Pennsylvania. It was Billy. And I, I'm, the vet just said, look, it's always easier to take him uh, a little early rather than a little late. <laughs> you know what I mean? That helped me make my decision. It helped me make my decision. Because you always worry. That's what you worry about. So the second time I stayed yeah. in the room. So I get it. But, no, still at that being said, not... <gasps> What's wrong? I got a parking ticket. That's the joke. I stand by it. Why do you have to make it a sex a sex joke <laughs> with the zipper, the sound guy sitting in on sound? We have a, a person doing the soundboard tonight, even though it's just the iPad. All right, I should just just throw it to the show. What am I doing? I mean, it's fun to get high, but you can't just sit and record it like a moron. Oh, uh, now come on, that does bring some fun into the show. Yeah, that's right. Now I got everybody having fun. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Look at everybody's having fun. I'm having fun. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's having fun. Yay! Listen, I got a treat for everybody. Sing along with Uncle Todd. It's your money. It's your money. That was fun. We did a good job. We let the song breathe. That was my goal. Let the song come through. 
Sure, I produce the opening of the show into my phone. Sure, I even make that special. And that's just a bonus, these openings into my phone. From now on, so I have no guilt on how long the opening is, I'm going to post it on the episode. 88 push, 15 seconds in, the show starts. So someone can just go, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 88 20 second forwards. If you want to bypass the opening of the show. Whatever it is. I'll do the math. I'll do the math. It's 15. Uh, well, that's, I'm glad I find that out. I would, I'd find that. Go see Cody in Albany. It's sad. They, I, well, I didn't want to tell you, but he has no Valentines. No, he does. Wow. Nancy's listening to the show. I'm his Valentine, baby. <laughs> Sound like the singer from the B fifty two. You don't have to be able to sing. <laughs> no, seriously, I want to be serious for a second. Can I be? Yeah. No, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm actually being serious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to. Well, I want to be serious. You say that you want to be serious, but you're not. I do. Can you stop and let me turn off the laughs and for once let me be serious, please? Well, if you're going to just do that, then there's nothing. You know what? The both of you. If I can't turn it off and you see the pain, then I can't express myself. I'm trying to let you know I just want to be, I want to talk to you from the gut. Every time you play that, it goes against what you just said. If that can't, if you can't look past that, that is a mask. That I use, I am pain. I am in pain. I want to. I, I, I want to feel like, for you. Like, you know, All right, it. Like, that bit's over. <laughs> run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run from the bit is one of the best things that ever happened to this show. It is. It's so soothing to have that. Takes the pressure off everybody. The only thing I didn't do that I said I was going to do is I wanted to get a button that everybody has it. It's a run from the bit. And every guest gets one right across. Boom, you want to press it, it automatically plays the song. I would love that. That's right. With reverb. <laughs> With reverb. All right, enjoy the show. Today is the, 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 the after show. We get, let me tell you something. It's, uh, it's quite a fun show. You know, it feels like the later it gets, the more we can play in a very, like, you don't get to do that, like, except when you're, like, six. But now we have pot. And more money, might I add. So, anyway, thank you very much. Oh, come on. It's such a good note to end on. Yeah, you know what else is a good note to end on? You want to know the truth? Sure. Well, yeah, please tell me. Enjoy the show, everybody. Right? Chris Farron. How about a hand for Danny? Keith and Todd Glass. One and two. Yeah, that's right. The Todd Glass Show. That's right in your face. Even the cold opening is great. The phone opening. And listen what happens. Listen to the way Aristotle does it. This is how produced this show is. All of a sudden, you just hear the show bleeding through this song. 
bleeding through. This music's getting softer. I don't know how to make it sound like a tumbleweed. That's a tumbleweed. You thought that was an instrument? No, that's an actual tumbleweed. Here it is, look. Here it is. Legend has it. Legend has it. In the old west. Hold on, let me acknowledge the absurdity of me saying, make it sound like tumbleweed. Of course, after I have time to think about it, I can... That's how high I am. I was like, what does a tumbleweed sound like? But would you agree? Who who would like to take a stab at it? I think we all did. Let me hear. Yeah, that was the one. Okay, let's do it again. Here we go. Legend. Legend has it. That everybody used to sit around and they they stopped the show with a beautiful song by Chris Farron. But then they went way west. They went to a bar in the middle of nowhere to open up the second part of the show where the band was doing their infamous soda cracker country. It's part two, everybody. Part two. Let this song soak in. We'll meet you on the other side of it. Part two. If you mama This is fun. This is more fun than you should have. I have a show to do. Thank you. Oh, that's what a tumbleweed sounds like. Oh, thank you. Now give me a little tumbleweed in the background. And a little reverb. Can I get a little drum? A little boom, 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 boom. Hook it, hook it, hook it, hook it, hook it, 
Tuck it, tuck it, tuck it, you're the cracker. Well, it always to go. That's all singing is. Singing is bullshit. Complaining is an art. That doesn't rhyme, and you got to get people to listen to you. All right, we'll be back. Um, so I want to say hello to everybody. This is we meet on the other side of this two-parter. It's darker. It's later. Yeah, it's a different vibe. You get deeper and deeper, deeper into the core of the earth. Imagine if we were able to like go twenty feet down at this point. God, I'm scared. I'm imagining it. Oh no, oh. I didn't want to get everybody nervous. I I thought it would be a good atmosphere. I told you he's afraid of depths. I'm afraid of depth. No one likes it. No one likes depth. Depth is depths. He doesn't like heights either. But depths is really rare. I don't like. You know what? I really don't like realize how much hei- heights. I I, I did this thing where uh, you know, and I was doing it in Philadelphia. It was like a live remote for WMMR, and they wanted me to go up in a fire truck into that square. And I'm like, oh god, I just looking at it gave me nervous. And when I got up there, it was already too late. I just had to get down. I couldn't even make pretend. I go, I'm going to stand up until I feel that I can do it comfortably, you know. And maybe it's maybe the security of that bucket and the firmness, you know. It's not like it's bouncing all over. I'll be like, oh no, I was surprisingly okay, you know. Once you're up there, you get the rims in. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it looks like it's a solid piece of metal, and which it does. It doesn't come out of there flimsy. And I'm like, no, I way shorter than I thought I could. I went down and just did deep breathing because I could not look out. The little bit that I looked out made me incredibly nauseous. And I, we probably were. T- 30 feet off the ground. <laughs> like, it wasn't up far off the ground before I realized. How do you do, do in uh, tall buildings? Not good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, no. I can forget about it. You know, if, I'm, if I have to go to any building anywhere in New York City, I forget about it, but I don't... Lo- I, I think... How well, maybe what I'm saying, maybe for everybody. I can't. My brain does this weird thing where it makes me imagine like if the building wasn't there and I'm just sitting like uh, Wonder Woman up <laughs> in <laughs> the air. <laughs> <laughs> on a girder. Yeah, on I'm a like, girder. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe me. I don't like thinking about a lot. I don't want to. I just want to move to a flat place and just stand in the middle. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to ride out my time here in this earth. I don't want to have anything happen to me. I want to stay. You know, if I can stay from underneath any girders. I just want to sleep <laughs> till I'm dead. Just want to <laughs> sleep till I'm dead. Who? That was, who said that? Uh, you know what? Thank you. First country. That was his first country. And <laughs> yeah. I just want to sleep till I'm dead. You want to hear a little bit of it? Yeah, Aristotle, can you sing us a little bit? I just want to sleep. Yeah, a lot of backup singers, Aristotle. Wait, we need a tumbleweed sound. <laughs> Yeehaw! I just want to sleep until I'm dead. And you think I don't have a side job? <laughs> side job. <laughs> I'm still sharp as ever. Getting your money's worth. It's the Ty Glass Show, folks. Right in your face the way you like it. You just like the comedy. Mushed out of us and mushed into you. And look at us connecting through the airwaves of the podcast. Ain't it magical? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Ty Glass Show. The Ty Glass Show. Everything is better on the Ty Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know. Everything is better on the Ty Glass Show. Wow, that's a sting that'll shove it right in you.
We take our <laughs> promos. We take our promos very serious in the Tagless show. Some people need something. Just out of nowhere, you go out, you grab them, you, you just give them a little Tagless jingle. It wakes them up. It, it reminds people that there's a better tomorrow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Tagless show, the Tagless show. Everything's better on the Tagless show. It's the best podcast you'll ever Show. All right, stop it already. You guys need to get lives. <laughs> I twisted around. I want to say hello to you, Eric Olson. Oh, hello. And I want to apologize for, I got to be honest with you, I think the reason I forgot your name, mm-hmm. because of Chris Farron coming in here <laughs> like a real, is, am I right? Oh, he is handsome. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> He used to have a nice part in his hair. If I had the part, if I could have the part he had, I would never get rid of it. I think he made a horrible mistake getting rid of that part. <laughs> I mean, I think it's costing him, and he won't listen. Uh, I know one person. Very nice long hair, then. Well, you know what? You can't. Well conditioned. Well, you know what? I hope he listens. What's the condition his condition was in? <laughs> uh, fine. <laughs> no condition You know what Why I, if, First of all He proved he could sing really good So that he did on his own So if he was to listen to the show he w- It's the biggest compliment We can give somebody It's like Okay obviously you know They can Because uh, you know That you're talented You have a you, you, uh, He did three great songs But then They leave And they listen to the show What would be so wrong To hear us talking about Conditioned his hair was I bet it's making his whole goddamn day. I bet he I went agree. over here. He's like, God damn it, I do try to condition my hair, and I can't believe people noticed. Wow. They notice on the Todd Glass show. <laughs> it's the best Very damn show. It's the best. Well, it's the Todd Glass show. It's the Todd Glass show. They say it's the best podcast you'll ever know, and I think it's, I think it's starting to be more true than more of a mantra that we... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass show. The Todd Glass show. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show. We're in the man, the man, the man. Back to the show. Feathering back to the show. Now, the reason I think I forgot your name is because this Chris Farron. We go right back. We go back to the beginning. Well, I want to say hello. I want to stop and appreciate life. Not everything has to be hurried through. Look at us just sitting here. You know what I'm going to do? To George Carlin, I'm going to take my jacket off. Oh. Oh. Cha cha. All right, guys, come on. Hey, me, I know how to get yeah, a little I'm loose call, in here. I'm going to call Woo. HR. Hey, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what? It's sound effects like that that gets back to Chris Hardwick, and we don't have a license. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. And I've asked you to stop. We've been suspended for one episode. I've asked you, John, look me in the eye. I love you to death. I've asked you to stop the bump, 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 because sometimes it really just gets me upset. (laughs) But it's perfect timing. No, listen. Can someone talk to him? John, sometimes when you use it, I love it. But other times I feel like it's it's not to make me look like a moron. Can you talk to him, please, and tell him to stop it? Because it really is getting on my nerves. John, I, I'm not going to say that it, you shouldn't stop and that it's so perfectly comedically timed. But, ah, yeah, it, it's, it's still good, Todd. Can you got to admit. talk to him, please? It's still good. I'm the, uh, I don't know what to say. I have just never seen Todd this angry before. Okay, John. Guys, guys, guys. I can't stop. Oh, no. Can't stop itis. 
Sure, it's an adult show. Well, we have a listener. I never talked about this. I never finished it. The first show, this poor kid. So my mom has these has these friends. I think they they originally met because they bought a dog from her. Dog had a li- <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Eric. Happy birthday to you. So they bought a dog, and they have an a, a over the when I was home for Christmas, they have been like coming over my they like my mom. It's like when they have new friends, when somebody has new friends, which I think it's great when my mom has new friends, and they're really cool and they're really nice, and they have like a eighteen year old son, and then they have like a four year old son, and then they have. They're a son, uh, Nathan, who listens to the podcast. I go, and so I was home for Thanksgiving. They were there at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. And um, he goes, yeah, I'm like, what are you listening to up there? (laughs) She's like, the Todd Glass Show. (laughs) So I found out he listens to the show, and I was like, he was so quiet at the house, and he just, you know, I didn't really, like, you have to let kids warm up if you, and it's not like, he's probably actually, I think it says, I think he might be 10. Mm. I don't, you know, it's weird. He could be 10 or 11. I think right in that area, I think his age might have been wrong in the song, but I said, I go, do you listen? Like I was trying to see, like, he goes, yeah, yeah. And he told me how he downloads it. I said, well, I'm going to have you a jingle made. Get your own jingle. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we might have messed up the age and the spelling, the the pronunciation of his last name, but maybe not. We got the wrong person. We got the wrong person. (laughs) We got the wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, Nathan, you know who you are. But I want you to be honest, Nathan, when you hear this, email me. I love getting, can I tell you something? <laughs> love getting texts from him. Always makes my day. Good luck in your Netflix special, January 23rd. Did you tape it yet? He gets the jokes. I love it. So I just, anyway. It's adorable to think of him like at. He doesn't like want to be called adorable. Oh, okay. He's a mind. young man. He's a young man. Who's who, adorable. Who writes emails <laughs> to <adorable>. you. <laughs> like, an 11-year-old email writer. That's <laughs> a you know what? Can I tell you something, Cody? Yeah. You might laugh at it, but let me tell you something about uh, Nathan. Uh, Nathan or something like that. I don't, why do I have to turn into an argument? Nathan, look what you've done. You've caused a lot of havoc. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I, I, I woo for the days of that. So um, what, didn't they write? Did, let me hear what uh, Joe did, which was very kind. Joe, don't think we're never, never do we take you for granted. Nathan. And I emailed it to him already. Daniel Day Lorenzo listens to the Todd Glass Show. He listens to the Todd Glass Show. Nathaniel Day Lorenzo. Nathaniel Day Lorenzo listens to the Todd Glass Show. I heard he's only 12 years oh, old. 12 years old. He doesn't like the same really. He doesn't like to, yeah, people get uncomfortable. Yeah, I think he might even be around 10, maybe. I think he might be 10 or 11. Yeah, 10 or 11. 10 through 12. I think he might be 10 through 12. And I think they got his last name like 90% right. But Daniel, I mean, yeah, everybody knows, you know, about Nathan, you know. Everybody knows, yeah, sure. 12, 12. Oh, is he calling in? A- Nathan, is that you on the phone? Hi. What are you doing? Nothing. All right, thanks for calling. Wow. Oh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan 12 year old. He listens to the Tiger Glass. He listens to the Tiger Glass. We met at the skateboard park. 12 year old. Tiger Glass. Thank you. 
Oh, legend has it you were just repeating things that we were saying to try to make yourself <laughs> look like you were part of coming up with ideas. <laughs> yeah, to act like you did. You've stuck no. around that long just from waiting till someone says it and turning a little bit. Okay, so well, anyway, so I was at the mall. So, anyways, I was, like, I was at the mall. The parking is just yeah, the parking is just horrendous. I mean, you know what I'm talking. You know about. what I'm talking about. Alrighty, well, alrighty then. <laughs> you know what? It fills up the room with noise, and he is valuable. And on some morning, shows. I agree with you guys. Thank you. <laughs> what do you okay. mean, you guys? Put it in drive. Relationship. You want to talk about two semi? Let me talk about this first, then we'll go to this. So you went home to your mom's. Oh. <laughs> That's fast. Nah. <laughs> now you were, now look, I always try to say it in the most not bullshit fair way I can. Look, I do really take a look at it. I value that my mom wants us all there at the house and, you know, and, and um, it's probably just as hard for her. Just because she wants me there doesn't mean I'm probably... I do things. I've said it before. I'm sure I do things like, you know, like how many, un how many light bulbs can he unscrew while he's here, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so it's all right to, you know, but, um, and, and it's, and it's, def but it's definitely uh, scary sometimes to, uh, depending on what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. You know, even the best of the best still have family drama, but there's families that whatever the reason, sometimes it's just one generation decides to really you know it all comes from look the more problems you make in a family it all comes from insecurity i don't think it takes a really you know and i think anybody can figure that with what i would call five and nine therapy it's like because when you feel loved it's amazing how much you will let other people off the hook but when you're looking always to feel loved then they can't be here for christmas and it and it it's more than just that it's if you feel loved you because i know what it feels like and I could tell you, nobody in my family could do anything that I would do anything but make them, because I know what I want. So if my brother goes, Dad, we're not going to make it for Christmas, I'd be like, oh, where are you going? Go, have fun, guilt-free. We'll, we'll see each other. Like, don't, oh, you're not going to be there for Christmas. Or if I forget my brother's kid's birthday accidentally, there's no, we're all just trying to create. But I think when someone doesn't feel loved, it's hard sometimes. You think, well, make them feel loved. It's really hard sometimes. So it causes a lot of chaos because everything's a big deal. That's how it surfaces. It sounds on paper, oh, well, show them to be loved. Of course you try, but it's hard. So the point is that, um, that uh, going home can be uh, scary, and uh, even when you have a loving family. But you were petrified. No, it's, it's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shut <laughs> You piece of shit. I feel like. Wait, you don't have. Well, I didn't mean. Edit this out. Edit this out. Oh my God, I look horrible. We were all supposed to share a story. Edit this out. Edit it 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 in. Edit it out. Now tell me about your mom. Be honest. Tell everyone how scared you were. Because you know what's so funny? He would tell me something about his mom. And I would go, well. You have to be able to be comfortable to just say. And then I would apply it to my mom and go, I could see me just sometimes wanting not to rock the boat a little, letting something. But when I'm picturing your mom, I'm thinking, come on, Cody, you can lovingly put down your foot. So the right. one thing that I want you to lead with is that she came to your show every night and you couldn't stop her. I couldn't stop her from coming to the show. And we're talking five shows. You asked shows. her, please, please don't. Yeah, I, I hinted, I was like, hey, look, you know, it's it's tough. I can only rotate so much stuff, and I don't like seeing familiar faces, seeing seeing the same stuff. It, it's just a weird thing, you know. And by and, the way, let's bypass. Yes, it is sweet that she even wants to see your show, yeah. and I get it. But guess what? That doesn't mean you have carte blanche. 
you, you also brought up the good point about when you're hanging out backstage, having somebody else just in that area of, mm-hmm. you know, you sold it, tell her, you said, don't talk to the, uh, don't. tell her, like, don't talk to the comics, whatever you do, because it always somehow comes up as condescending advice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what you should do uh, is do, like, she's one of those, and she'll yeah. insult you without even knowing it, and she'll walk away. Now, I get to have the, just to be honest, you know, Adam Hunter, mm-hmm. she said some sh- shit to him, and I'm, it's still weird between me and Adam. Everybody's, everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Adam. I, look, dude, I'm sorry. It's just her. Yeah, you're embarrassed. A, See, yeah. you know what? Everybody's, pro- everybody's, look, again, and my, I'm sure my family has them with me, so I always preface that, so if they ever heard the show, they probably won't, they would know. I get it. It goes both ways. I totally get that. Um, but uh, I... Uh, uh, yeah. You're talking about, uh, um, um, well, yeah, well, just her, I guess. We're, oh, that's what we're talking. Oh, yeah, about, yeah, kinda, yeah. Right. As, like, yeah, as far as, um, um, does she listen? She does not listen. She won't figure it out. Um, yeah. So we're totally comfortable. I was just trying. So to you can't out. tell her. So, so, so I, you can't stop her from doing that. No, she's a, she's a hurricane. You just have to control. Can you shit yeah, you around can't, her? You I was can't. Gonna, Say what you probably already yeah. said that you're taking back is be more direct with it and go, hey, please, I don't, I don't want you coming. Yeah, um, I'd have to be so direct. You know, she can't take a clue. That's for sure. And then I think on some of them, I was direct. I was like, hey, look, you're doing me a favor if you're just kind of not there every night. I told her, mm-hmm. I was like, it's just kind of weird doing the same show. And I never even thought of that element of like because that you know it, my mom would never do. It was she would always just be. Over the years, bringing her to comedy clubs, mm-hmm. she always just complimentary and really like what you would want your parents to be when you meet the other comedians. Yeah. So I, at least that <laughs> it makes me appreciative. Hearing the story about your wretched mother, <laughs> you know, I, I could actually make it more of a. But she loves you. You know what? Can Wait, I tell you I something? Can... You can complain all you want, but always end it with, "But she loves me." It lists, well, it's there we go. Is she a fan? Doesn't mean you have is to put up. She a fan of my stuff, <laughs> or, she, or just of Todd, or uh, is she no. a fan of this show? She has no clue what a podcast is. But how about me? She likes you. I've shown well, her to you. Well, show her my Netflix special and tell her to write me an email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of doing that. She she does she has a bad taste in comedy too, and so yeah, that so that also mom. kind of sucks. Which have where'd she have a bad experience with it? No, she has a bad taste. Well, she does. I don't know. Like, but she just, doesn't. Uh, she so she came to your show every night for how many nights? So a total of ten. Because she watched me middle what? one club for a weekend, and then she watched me headline the other one. So it was just like hard for me to like continue to do new stuff for her, you know. And then because after a while, you're like, it's your fucking face again, front row. But be honest. Oh, she in the front row? Well, just close enough. Oh my God. She always makes sure she's just close oh. enough because she kind of makes it about her. I want to make show. sure if your mom heard this. Yeah. That we're very fair There's to her. No what we're saying is, look, again, did he turn it off? Uh, I, am I too quiet? Oh, and fuck. Cody Woods gets a jingle, too. Don't even act like we've forgotten him. Cody Woods gets a jingle, too. Don't even act like we forgot you. Does she laugh? Do you get laughs? Like, I get laughs, but... And then now she laughs when... The crowd is laughing. I think she figured that out. I think she's <laughs> laughing because she's happy that I'm getting laughs. But her f- sense of humor, there's no way in hell that she catches. I mean, I just she's she's. Dude, wait, so she, hold on. Let me. I'm sorry. Tuned out for a second because I was looking for yeah. my coffee. So wait, does she she does laugh or no? She I, does laugh, but I know it's fake. 
Oh. I just know it. Because, you know, we don't want to be the ones that people hear this version and go, it sounds like his mother's really nice. No, I but know. I get it. On paper, it <laughs> sounds like we're right. We're glad that someone would come out and want to support you. Some, yeah, some kids would love if their parents wanted to come out, but there's reason. So your mom, if she heard this, I would want her to know, look, your intentions are good. But you're acting like a lunatic. Here, I'll give you a good, uh, just to break through this ice to make it more comfortable that way if I say something weird about her, you'll be like, oh, yeah, totally. I'll give you a story. Like, before one of the shows, this is like the fucking eighth show, and I oh, that she's there. And then she introduces me for uh, to this girl named Laura, right, And which I know doesn't listen. This is totally safe. Um, <laughs> like she, I thought about everything I could possibly say on this shit. So, <laughs> there's a lot I wanted to say. Yeah. So uh, Laura, uh, she's like, this is what my mom introduced me. She's like, this is Laura. You know who she is? I'm like, no, I don't know who. I, but I can't say it like that. I'm like, no, no. Hi. And she's like, she's the one that convinced me to keep you. And I'm like, oh, oh. I swear to God. That's how I met Laura within the first five seconds. So do you thank her? I will never have a weird... Uh, <laughs> thank, uh, thank you. Thanks. So thank that's you. why I said it was weird for me, so I just made a joke about it, and the show hasn't started yet, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, we'll see if it was worth it. Huh? You know, like I, I did a joke, right? But she looked at me like I was weird. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, fuck you. Really? I'm weird for Wait, that? Laura or your mom? You started this. Laura. Both of them. Both of them oh. were like, ugh. I'm like, what? What? Hey, you know what comedy show is about to start? I'm trying to gear you yeah. back. Hey, I was going to get ready in this. Oh, that's just too. That's that's like if that was in a movie and someone said, was that based in? Does this jingle make? These, j these jingles are right, going to put you. Cody Woods gets a Cody jingle. Cody Woods too. gets a jingle. He feels all better. Let <laughs> me do something that's very important right now, and then we're going to go to this. But before we do that, we'd like to remind our audience about Aaron Simon sitting over there in those drums. His story. Everybody on this show has a story. When Aaron Simon plays his favorite podcast. Remember him sitting in the swing in he Davis, California. Yeah. To hear Todd Glass. Mom, I'm trying to listen to the Todd Glass show. Under the carport, he's got a Subaru. Under the carport, ping pong tables too. Under the carport, chilling okay. out in the shade. Under the carport, he's got a under the carport, and then in Mount. Hey, yeah, Todd, I was wondering. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I was wondering if we can do a shout-out sure. real quick. Uh, or should we? Yeah. It's for Jeremy Joseph. Should we do a shout-out for Jeremy mm. Joseph? He said he was a fan. I met him in Kansas, and he loves the podcast. But What's his name? Hey. His name is Jeremy Joseph. Oh, I'm yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy, Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy Joseph. But, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy Joseph. He has a Twitter. Doesn't he have a Twitter he handle? Twitter is, Does a Twitter well, handle? I'm not sure. What is it? What's his Twitter handle? I'm sure it's Jeremy Joseph. Jeremy Joseph. Yeah, what about him? Well, he was wondering if he can have a shout-out. I don't think we should. No. Uh, oh, no. No. no, no. Yeah. no. no. We yeah. don't do that. No. All right. Weren't we going to talk about a couple of things? Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't mean to po I don't mean to point. No, who are you pointing at? <laughs> Eric Olson. What did you want to talk about? Didn't you do something? You like? 
Oh, no, you asked me about the tweet that I read. Oh, yes, yes. That, uh, Which is just, I love this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This guy tweeted, uh, he said, if 92-year-old Bob Dole can stand for the national anthem, so can you. <laughs> this is a guy that really misses even to make a point. This guy thinks that people kneel because they have bad joints. Like, yes, that's, <laughs> like they go, because, oh, by the I way, wish I could stand. I just, oh, I can't. If you, here's what it is. I figured it out. He knows. I, I love that you told me this because I, that's just at the stupid level of going, is he really that off on why they're kneeling? Like, is there a guy not following social issues that much? I thought it's because they're, they're in, their knees hurt. <laughs> Maybe no, they, like they just uh, no. were lazy. Like, right. ah, no, they need to take it or leave it. Uh, <laughs> and, if, and that's a good point. If those people were leaning because of kneeling, because their knees hurt, that's a great thing to say. If Bob Dole can stand, you stand if you believe standing is important. But it's not about that, by the way. It had anything to do with the strength of their bones. They're leaning for a cause. Is this guy that off? No, I believe it shows something else about when people bullshit about what bothers them. He knows, if you asked him on paper, he's cognizant enough to know. If you said, why are people kneeling? Well, because they think black lives matter. He'd be able to explain. But he doesn't know how to express himself. So instead, he just goes, yeah, Bob Dole, because it's just like a talking thing. Right. It's like, it, ma it makes sense, sort of. Hey, Bob Dole can stand and you can stand. He's in the military. He's older. It might be a thing. Oh, can I say anything bad about Bob Dole? Or is that, am I saying anything? But does well, how did Bob Dole get sucked into this? All I was saying was they're kneeling now, Bob Dole, and, I, and he's comparing me to Bob. It's nothing to do. It's not, that's only good. That, does, that person, does he think that, uh, like, that person needs testing. George, that person George needs to have their uh, kids Herbert taken Walker away. Bush, this guy thinks that, uh, can you believe that he won't stand for the national anthem? Yeah, right. Hey, so he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> no. ah, so hey, what? It's fucking guy. Hey, you know what? Don Rickles stood when he got his 90, 90th birthday. He stood that uh, you should stand a little. <laughs> oh, my God. Go! Fireworks and Boom. God bless the USA. God bless America and God bless this country of ours and this ground that we walk on. And thank you, God, for nourishing our meal. Shut up! Make it sound from the heart. All we can do is be inspired by beautiful words. If there's anything here that's keeping us good, it's the art of a beautiful word from your heart. So at best, to make this planet better, just say things from your heart before you eat food that you shouldn't take for granted. And reading a redigested thing that has anything to do with n thank you for nourishing our food, you can take and you can shove up your uncreative ass. <laughs> Other than that, Amen. say whatever you want. As long as you're taking, you know, at least you are having fun. That's all I care about. That Hayworth Theater was pretty cool. Oh, Jesus, thank you. God damn it, John. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Before we took a break, I said, remind me to talk about what we just talked about, whatever that was. It's already gone. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Now we're over here. I was there. Now we're over here. We're and here. he reminded me. Hayworth Theater. I mean, right? It's beautiful. Really cool. It is... The <sighs> Everything Jamie wanted to do, he did. Like, I'm telling you, I like to really support a place like this. Like, everything. It feels like you're going to, like, a 1,500-seat theater. Mm -hmm. 
but it's 250 but it has that feel of like they're making uh, look i think the entry to a place is more than just oh it's a little bonus you know what it no it's not it is a big fucking deal how the food is presented in the lobby how cool of an event it is sometimes you have a beautiful theater but the food's schlocky Sometimes they have a theater that goes, you know what, we're not going to serve popcorn because we just don't want it all over. Like, that's the price we'll pay. We'll make a... L- and uh, his theater does it all right. Everything from the way the food is presented to... Even the in. seats were cool. Yeah. The seats tilted back. They had them all recovered. The sides curtain off. This brilliant red curtain in this room where the lighting is perfect and the backstage is perfect. And then there's a loft that they are going to put all these pillows up there if the comedians want to go up and, like, maybe just chill out or just even take a nap or something if you got there early and... And then there's the green room, and it's really cool. Everything's brand new. Every piece of carpeting from the minute you walk into the padded leather doors that open into the showroom and the real sound booth, and it just feels like it's in something cool is happening. In the, just as you walk into that place, he did every single thing perfect. The backstage, the lighting, mm-hmm. and it's only going to get better and better and better. It is a great place to go see a live show. Wasn't it? I yeah, mean, just, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. I actually would wouldn't mind watching a, just a film there too. I know those seats are so damn good. It's he, like shit. I, he's gonna I, do. I, it. I've never experienced a seat like that. Yeah, uh, that, it's a weird thing to say that the seats were good at a theater, but really how would you were. describe that? I've never seen a seat Innovative. that kind of <laughs> was on like a half a swivel. Yeah, like swiveled back yeah. so you can get your you know so your so your butt goes down a little, which is always more comfortable. It really tilts you back. But yeah, they're all in like a half swivel, so you could lean back, and it didn't really affect the person behind you. That's a big right. deal. That little bit of uh, lean back can really make you sit back and enjoy a show mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a more relaxed way. But um, I have a complaint. I was <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at your comedy special that every time I'd lean forward in that seat, it would lean with me. Oh, <laughs> knock me out. Well, I was appreciative that he let us show it there. Even the little backstage, they had pretzels and like brown paper bags that they cut off the top, put the pretzels in, and then closed it up with a little pin on the top. Mm. And like had a, like little things like that backstage on this thing. And the one light. On the green room, he had all white lights in case, hey, there might be someone in there that needs a lot of light. There's, you know, who knows, you know, if it's a musical show where people are going to put on, you know, makeup before the show. But then the other one, you know, with those bulbs all around the mirror were like yellow and red and green and on a dimmer. So you could get it at so many different levels backstage to be comfortable. And there's a little podcast studio they're putting in there. He even had a power adapter with a bunch of charger so people can charge their phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, that's a detail that he thought about. Like, hey, you know, some people hanging out backstage might want to charge their phone. And uh, usually it's two or three people, so let's just have enough. Right. See, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, and then there's this other, the last little nook. And I believe he'll get to it. It's probably not first on his list. But under the sound booth, there's already a place they make a podcast studio. They're going to do shows. Sometimes they're going to black the theater out and do shows behind the curtain, like shut the curtain and do it like cafe style with like tables and chairs for like 40 people. So backstage will be the stage. So there's a secondary little set of lights there and they'll do the and then they'll black the theater out and then they'll and it's going to be cool. But there's one little space. It's under this. It could literally hold 10 people. And he's going to make it for close-up magic. <laughs> That's great. And you're going to go down. It's like going into a fort. But I was like, you got to make that so nice and, and like make it bow tie only. 
that is it is a treat because close up magic is unbelievable. Yeah. Sleight of hand in a room with 10, 12 people, and it just be this little nook that he will use that should be like a treat to go down there. Like you should. That's like that's a cool thing to get to do. Make that like not an afterthought just because it's a ridiculously small space, but like make it where you're like it's crazy. You want people to go. I would go down in that thing, but it's cool, you know. He has ushers that take tickets. Yes. And the, and the, and uh, it's special. Go there because once you do, it's immaculate. The bathrooms are immaculate and new. The bathroom backstage was put in just for them to open mm-hmm. the theater because he's like, yeah, you have to have a bathroom for the performers. You know, and uh, some don't, some do. You know, even the sound guy has a bathroom technically. Right. That's pretty crazy. Well, you, I can't right. get into it. <laughs> <laughs> It's in his rider. No. Um, <laughs> but they were sweet, and we showed the thing there. And of course, it was good. We had a good oh, time. Yes, of course. I'm here. We had a good time. We went down there, talked less. We saw it. And it was fun. And yeah. thank you, Jamie. Didn't Of course, they didn't give me any free food. Of course, I'm kidding. They did. It was very sweet of them. <laughs> so, well, let's not think. You know, normally when there's a pause, you think, let's, let's enjoy it. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Everybody take one with us. <laughs> Oops. I need a drink. <laughs> Want to pause for a yeah. I think Coke. No, no, there's that coffee. Did I leave it in the house? Yeah, there's only that much left though. You want a bigger one? Yeah, if if anyone's going in, I don't have to if does anyone want to take a break and do that? Yeah, let's do a break. Uh, let's do a break. You know what though I like to do to a break? Is uh break to take us to another t- Give me a break. Give, Give me a break. break. Break me off a piece of that Todd Glass show. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Todd Glass podcast. Podcast. (laughs) And I love you so. And yes, I know how lonely life can be. Two shadows hanging over. And yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful, beautiful. Everything's beautiful. Hope you're all happy. We're back. And we are very professional. Oh, so before we took a break, whatever we did, what was that? I got some iced coffee. Um, You were saying about the little girl that she saw. Because I've seen the same thing, so I love this story because I've seen it too. Or little kids. Well, go ahead. Tell the the story. There there was this, uh, at the store, there was this giant lollipop. And this little girl and her mom walked past it. And the little girl goes, wow, mom, look at the lollipop. And and I'm not saying it because I want it, which I do. But that's not (laughs) why I'm saying it. It was the cutest thing. Like she was trying to use reverse psychology to get it. I know. I saw a little kid do it with something in the store, like a little hat or something. And uh, the the last time I can remember, and it was like, oh, he knows. He's like, and he was so wide eyed, and he goes, and not because I want it, because I know I got that other thing. But then I think they think, well, what if I could have it? So they don't want to close it off. I mean, not that I don't. <laughs> but I, you know, it's like, oh, let's be clear. I do want it, but I don't think you should get it for me. Like that's what they're trying Unless to say. You wanted to. Unless you wanted to. <laughs> if I had a lot of money, <laughs> I don't think that I would like. I, 
I would hope I have the willpower not to buy a kid if he was cute anything he wanted. Like, you know, hard to say no to my son. Like, because it's fun, I bet, to say yes. But maybe that's, I guess you have to teach them about no. So, But it would be hard to resist a very adorable child. Right? I don't know, want it. I'm just saying, but I know that I shouldn't have it. Oh, come here. I'm going to give it to you, little fuck. You're so cute trying to manipulate me. And I teach yeah, him good cute. manipulation skills. I know there's a therapist listening to the show. Probably Aaron Simon's mom is listening to this show. <laughs> Having a problem with my logic. Because it's not right. How is everybody? So you went home. Your mom came to your show mm -hmm. every night. She smokes in the car. She smokes in the car. That's You were thing. telling us about the person and she introduced. Oh, yeah. You already finished that. <laughs> well, yeah. That was, that was basically it. But, uh, God. see. It, so Let I, me hear a story about your mom smoking in the car. And if you don't mind, I'd like to right. give you a little betting music. Okay. So this Cigarettes? Cigarettes, coffee. Cigarettes. In the car. In the car. Heater on, 90 degrees, because she weighs like 100 pounds, you know? And it's 11 degrees in Kansas, so she's... It's like a, it's like an ashtray sauna in her car. And just trying to hang out with her. Cody, no one looks at him. No one knows what anybody's doing. And by the way, it goes both ways. I'm not going to keep saying it. Who knows what Cody's like when he's home? We don't know. The, we don't know the other side of the story. Right. But so she's in the in the car with the window really closed. Closed. Full wow. Light. Heat. And, and she's a nurse. And she's a nurse. She has a she, master's. She's a smart woman. She's a brilliant woman. It shows how you can be brilliant in one area. Mm -hmm. That brilliance has nothing to do with uh, self control, though. No, it doesn't because yeah. more, very often. They're probably yeah. some cases the more brilliant ones. I think I don't know if there's truth to that, but there's no, obviously no indicator of brilliance have anything to do with self control because a lot of brilliant <laughs> people have, are bad with self control. Right. So they're not they don't they don't go together. But if they did, it would be nice. <laughs> Which you know by herself though in the sauna ashtray. <laughs> sauna wow. ashtray, I like that. But that is she different? If there's another person in the car though, what does she you know? eat? What does I she used eat? To smoke in the car, but only when it was by myself. What did you she eat? What does um, she eat? She eats uh, just terrible, terrible things. Give me, give um, me, give me some of it. But she's give me still very small, still 100 pounds somehow. All right, don't brag. Yeah. So we're talking about one thing, and now we're talking about another. It doesn't matter on the Togless show. We can talk about something and then completely turn around and start talking about something else. So um, what else? I want everyone to feel heard. John, how you doing? I'm great, Todd. We're not like the show when we used to have Chris Harwick breathing down our back with the jingles. Huh. Now we can just talk. This is an after show. You can't take enough deep breaths with us right now to slow us all down. Oh, shit. Oh, he's, he's still, still watching. watching. He still watches. I was told that we could do that whatever sucks. we wanted. This seems like we're under can't the eye of the tiger. Can't even enjoy a nice burrito. And by the way, speaking of nice burritos, I met a mean burrito at the mall yesterday. Oh, I love to do a jokes. Oh, that's a, that's a spicy. That's a spicy joke. Paris Whittles. Whittles, 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 Whittles. Hmm? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I know how to produce a show. I always have. I always said I did. 
I know how to bring you somewhere else. We're just going to go darker and darker into the night in a good way. Deeper into the basement. We're going one level down. I have six levels of this under the ground. We are now in basically a, a vault with only powdered foods <laughs> and a flashlight and a and a burger sh- and a and a and a, and a, a, a nice confectionery oven like they have at Starbucks with a refrigerator full of sandwiches and a hot cocoa machine. Feeling you know you're alive And when you wake up ready to say I think I'll make a snappy new day It's such a good feeling A very good feeling The feeling we know that we're friends Did you see that documentary's coming out about Mr. Rogers? Is that true? Yeah. Really? What is this a joke? No, it was trending on Twitter a couple of days ago. Well, what's it called? Uh, something about him being your neighbor. Who's playing him? I don't know. Wow. I think it's. A, I don't know. I think it's a documentary. Can I tell you? The world needs to know. That's the good message. Whoever does that movie, I'm proud of already because I think they're going to do a great job. I don't know why, but I just think it was probably because of who he is handed to the right person. I think, and my guess is, and I. I I love stuff like that. That's like learning about. That's that's just all. Like someone said, when you met Mister Rogers, you he got reminded how um, decent we could be as a species. Right. So it's called "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Is it really? Watch your mouth. Seriously, I'm stuck. Hey. hey, you know what? You open up a mouth like that, and the next thing I want to open up my mouth. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, live. <laughs> I think he's strung out, man. I never drank a day in my life. Uh, Eric, what I, I think he's drunk right out. now. Well, I know to sing a song right now. Eric, he's I've never been strung out. Why would you bring me to Guys, place? give me a little bit back there. He looks, on, he looks like strung this. out right now. Man, Something's wrong with him. Okay. No, this is not his good. Eyes are I never drank a day in my life. Why would he, he say that? He has a drink in his hand. Yeah. What the fuck? Why would he say <laughs> these that? These bellmen. If we can't trust him about that, how can we trust him about other things? These bellmen. Oh, my God. Come up to my room. This hell was strung out. I never been struck. I never had a drink or touched a pill. Ever. He looks bad. He just peed himself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's not good. What now, my love? He still sounds good, though. Cherish it. You know what? The peeing themselves made me laugh, but <laughs> it also made me feel too. You can't make fun of someone I imagine it themselves. in his white jumpsuit, too. <laughs> no, you know what? That's not the part we should. If we were giving him homage to him, now we're laughing at his expense. I wanted to laugh at my expense, but I run out of time <laughs> and money. Hey, that's expensive. Thank you. And back to the music. <laughs> No, no, I think it's a. I, I don't know what's okay. I do, I do, I do, I do. I never been strong on the day of my life. <laughs> I go right back to you. <laughs> I stop. I learned my lesson. Forgive me, Father, for I've seen the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> to nourish this food. Hey, you have How about to nourish your long. speech? <laughs> I got you good. Why am I so hard on people that say that? Because I had a horrible situation once. I don't even want to talk about it because it brings back bad memories. Hmm. Well, do you want to talk? I mean, you can always... <laughs> clip, 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 clip. I don't want to talk about it. 
How's your mom? Do you not want to bring... Whoa. Whoa. Hey, I like to keep an edgy show. Hey, Rosemary, I love you. We love you, Rosemary. Actually, it was her birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Rosemary. Happy You know, that used to be a song. It still is. That used to be a pop song. I used to, too. <laughs> I used to, too. I used to, but I still do, but I used to, too, too. I used to, too, but I do do, and a tutu. This I is the comedy I deliver <laughs> because I have to keep Nathan entertained. And he said he likes doo-doo humor. <laughs> people love doo-doo humor. I can't help it. I give the people what they want. I'm tired of arguing. Mm. I have a few things I stand my ground on, but other than that, I'm easy breezy now. Keep your soap out in the ugly bottle on top of the sink. I don't care anymore. I'm telling wow, you. Wow, this is a new time class. It's a new time class. <laughs> All right. Now listen, is there anything else about your mom we should know about? Well, I, I just, I figured out, it's, I grew this trip more than, uh, I grew a lot more than, more than her? She, well, no, just like I grew how to uh, deal with her. I, like she had uh, sandals on and it was 11 degrees in the comedy club. I was like, you know what? I should probably just like let that happen. Right. Because then people will know her deal. I won't even have to, you know, like she's no, walking you're, around you're in just, sandals in the winter. You have to just say, cigarettes. You know, she looks like she's from ACDC. She has the very poofy hair. She doesn't let that go. Um, and oh. so I was just you like, You know what? Right. That, that, that's not my problem. Yeah, yeah why happy. wouldn't you let that happen? What's that? No, I, I get saw it. my mom's wearing something weird. I go, oh, that's oh, weird. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I get the feeling. I look, uh, Hold on. Let me. You would look. correct her if you thought your let mom me look. was. I think when you. Hold on. Let's, can I have a little? Give me something. Sandals in the winter, though. That's that's yeah. Kind of, like like I'm talking John, 11 degrees. Super winter. People are wearing really boots. Yeah, but obviously they know that they can do you know, it. Really score this wouldn't. well. Like, Hold on one second, guys. I want to score this. Give me something really right. unique. Perfect. So here's what I have to. I have to. Yes. I get it. Let me tell you something. Eventually, you learn to let anything go that isn't someone being problematic. And you learn to just let... But I... Look, there's a point when my mom would ask me, and I would be honest with her, because I saw my mom as a cool, hip person. You know, like, I'm not like if, you know, when you turn an age where if you're 90, I don't look at my mom that way, and, you know, she wears work boots, you know, because she saw some 20-year-old girl wear them, and they go, oh, you look adorable. Mm, You know, I think of my mom as someone that, no, she wants to know. She doesn't want to be lied to. So over the years, I have, but I've learned no matter what now to just... You know, I've, I tried. I could see you going, Mom, you got to wear shoes outside. Or, you know, like, Mom, you're not wearing ripped jeans. Yeah. To I my show. To... It's embarrassing. Oh, yeah, to your show. Yeah. Thank you. I learned to see a positive <laughs> in that. Hey, even the mall. I can't lie, hide behind well, my I show. Well, I figured, like, he said the sandals in the winter, and I figured that, that was my hurt anybody but her. Like, if it bothered her, she'll But he's embarrassed. But it does bother her. That's the thing. She'll Wait. complain about it. Well, let's say she didn't. You know, let's say she didn't complain about it. Then it'd be fine, I could still, right? I could still see it bothering me. No, you know what? But it's eleven. We're talking How about, about tap 11. shoes. How about tap shoes? And she taps, <laughs> and she does it loud and in your face. <laughs> All right. And she is at the same time 
<laughs> juggling. Is she wearing a suit? Eat, wearing a black suit, eating a okay. tuna fish sandwich with her pants pulled below her knees and underwear underneath. I'm not gross. She did that and, la- last And singing time. Polly Wally Waka Waka Waka. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. Uh, I knew you'd like it. Rocky, you like my jokes? Rocky, here's my jokes. Now, we have the speaker on so soft in there. Rocky! <laughs> Let me go. But I'm going to take my nose, and I'm going to just smush it right up against the window. Let me push it right into there. Okay, here you go. See if he laughs. laughs at me. Oh, I knew he would like it. Hey, Rocky! Is it funny? Is it funny? <laughs> Shut up! You like it, right? God, look at him giggling in there. I can't take it. That's pure joy in this room. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> That's right. Look at you. Just having fun. Like the people listening on their, on their, in their ears. You're so cute, too, you know. Oh, yeah, little you little tootsie You think it's funny? You like our show. Hey, guess what? I'm on the train. Don't do this to me now. What's your matter? You can't be on a little trainy wing and get a little compliment. You're so adorable. Oh, you getting a little shy in front of everybody? That's right. Look at me on the train. I'm so cute. I'm worth it. Oh, are you getting a little shy in front of everybody? Oh, I can't take Take it anymore. I better pause it. You're so, what's the matter? Just because you're an adult, you don't like being called adorable? Look at you laughing at the Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass Show. I have a treat for everybody. For now, my love. Shit. By the way, you did a great job when we were listening to a song and you layered in drums and it was something we were listening to. Oh, no, for him singing um, uh, Only the Lonely. You played along with the drums. You did a great job, Aaron. Like, you weren't just hitting it cymbal. You were like, you found the rhythm there for a while. It made the whole song a lot better. It made it more enjoyable. You found the rhythm and you kept it. I don't know a lot about music, but I know one thing. When I see a fucking guy keeping rhythm... <laughs> I like this character. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. Well, you want to interview me? Yeah, hey, what's your name? My name? <laughs> Fred Charles. I am uh, Fred Charles. All right, you're good to go past the border. Oh no, I thought I was meeting you at a at a nightclub where I was performing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fred Charles. I've been performing here for many years. My drummer's in the background. You hear him? What's his name? Frank Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're related. Oh, you're related. We had Your a brother. common law marriage just oh. for taxes. <laughs> <laughs> what now, my love? Ladies and gentlemen. I promise to always deliver you a professional podcast. We all make a pledge. Yeah. We promise to give you 100%. I swear to thee. I, John Brad Wagner, pledge to produce the best podcast that you've ever heard. This is a promise we make to you. We say this. You, the consumer of this podcast, we say this. You deserve 100%. 
when Aristotle comes to work at night with the conviction and the love for this show, I think it's worth listening to what he has to say. His conviction to the Todd Glass show. Yes, thank you. Also, Eric Olson, Cody Wood. Woo! Forget it. <laughs> this show ain't shit. No, it ain't. I'm sorry, I gotta say it. This show ain't shit. We're in the dump. <laughs> we didn't want to tell you. We didn't want to tell you. We lost the summer. All right, listen. We're going to have a quiet contest. No? You think it's funny? If I hear one peep, I swear to God, I'll go ballistic. Look at this ballistic. Does someone do a joke like that? Like my, One time my parents saw somebody walking with groceries, and I think... He thought, what's he doing walking around like an idiot? <laughs> I don't know if they said that or not. Maybe not. Maybe I thought it. <laughs> I, don't th I didn't like to mix. Well, I think, yeah, maybe it was from a conversation me and Chris, Chris uh, Kosha had a while back. It's like, I don't really like to work. Like, I go to the gym because I don't want to sweat while I'm doing things. Like, I don't want to walk home from the store with groceries because... I'm not enjoying the walk if they're heavy. Now, if I had a cart, but I'm not going to walk around with a cart. That's uncomfortable. So I don't want to walk. I will take the car. I just want to walk to walk. I don't want to, like, walk, and then I'll pick up ice from the store. Mm. So I think we said when we see somebody, like, walk, God forbid you're walking with groceries, people look at you like, oh, nothing turned out right for that guy. You know, it's like, no, he's doing what you should do, walking and working an activity into it. Am I making any sense? No, because I just imagine that he was probably doing it because he couldn't afford a car or maybe had a DUI. Well, I don't think that's always true, though. I think there's a lot of people. That's my point. Why? God I forbid. I like to do that whenever By the possible. Way, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong. As long as you learn your lesson and you, and, and you, and you, you, that's all you can do from any bad situation. If you did get a DUI and you're forced to not by choice, but uh, I wouldn't place any judgment. It's the, um, but what is, but the, the part that I do think is funny is that um, um, <laughs> you guys are no help. <laughs> Walking with groceries. Oh yeah, uh, but but okay. So if that's the case, who cares? But what I'm saying is, so I don't I don't I don't I don't scoff at that. What I'm saying is. But that's still why are we saying you in your version, anybody walking down the street, oh, you just think, look at these do these DUI victims. What if it's somebody that's green, or maybe um, uh, doesn't have a car right now, so they they work out like what you do is you work an activity. You're like you know go to the store. Some people it's like exercise. You know they work. It doesn't have to be a, you know you don't you know walking. Look at you DUI victims. <laughs> Walking the roads. <laughs> no, not that you would yell that. What what type of show do I have where I want to edit it? My show should be called I'm Sorry. <laughs> sorry for if I hurt anybody's feelings. No, I do want to grow. I don't want to be like that. Can I tell you something? Never mind. Who cares anymore? You know, I thought about something. Let's go serious for a second. Sure. Is that all right? Mm. <laughs> what did you say? That's my serious voice. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> is everybody all right? Because we're going to get serious, and then we're going to go silly in for the close. Uh, this is an after show. This is just a treat. How long have we been going? One hour. Yeah. We're going for the close. 
Wow. wow. This water bottle, <laughs> this water bottle I got from Jash, it's so good. I love water out of it more. It's, a, it's an aluminum bottle. It looks like water on the outside. But um, it's not the wood that makes it. But I, I use it. I stopped using plastic completely. And I like filling it up because it's easy. So life is okay. Life is good. <laughs> I got a new water bottle. I bet I should tell all these. I bet if I told Daniel Tosh, he'd be jealous <laughs> of my water bottle. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> is it funny? Is this your serious stuff? Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, my serious stuff is just meander towards nowhere. So that's all I wanted to say. No, I am I realized something that two things that I wanted to talk about. One I, I am really genuinely, even when I watched, and I am proud of my special, but even from then I have the theory of try not to yell as much. It's okay. It's, it's good to yell too. But, you know, I wanna, if you're going to try to change people's opinions, you can, you can be aggressive, but, you know, but do I want to, like, use the word, you know, uh, you fucking, you know, you, you fuck face. Don't you get it? Like, you know, that could scare people uh, justifiably. But, you know, I get it. It's, it's, you're allowed to use comedic vulgarity, what I call. Hopefully you're yelling at the right people. But why do you have to yell with, the, you know, I, you get what I'm saying. It's okay to, hopefully, I will grow as a comedian in two years, learn better. With, but I don't watch the special now. I'm not by any means, like, embarrassed about it. But even now, I'm like, wow, I've changed the way I delivered that now. But um, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, the, um, yeah, the uh, how how the uh, I realized something. Hold on, hold on. One oh yeah, so I realized something that. So learning how to say things differently that, and I thought about this after Sarah Silverman, uh, did the the uh, Starbucks thing about you can't say Happy Holidays anymore, and I thought. To tell you the truth, I thought her take on it was even better than mine. I never heard all the layers she added to it and then played mine as the PSA about the whole, there's a war on Christmas to deb debunk that. And you know what? We said we were going to roll it in once before. Let's roll it in now. And then we'll come out on the other side and we'll, and I'll basically. It's Christmas time, my favorite time of year, which happens every year on Jesus's birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. We love you. <laughs> It's also, uh, it's also war on Christmas time, as our fearful leader reminds us. We're getting near that beautiful Christmas season that people don't talk about anymore. <laughs> they don't use the word Christmas because it's not politically correct. Well, guess what? We're saying Merry Christmas again. You mean again, like, since 348 days ago? <laughs> Again, since last Christmas time, I, I don't understand. I really am trying to be open on this show and do my best to find common ground, but I have to call colossal bullshit on this war on Christmas stuff. For those of you who are new to manufactured wars, the war on Christmas, <laughs> the war on Christmas is a complete fabrication uh, invented by agenda-driven outlets like Fox News and Steve Bannon's Breitbart to usher people toward their natural inclination to hate Jews and Muslims and or atheists or any non-Christians and render us further divided and therefore malleable. 
I squeaked on that. I said malleable. <laughs> Sorry, I have a little cold, so I'm sounding a little bit like Sarah Silverman. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's break down this war on Christmas. And to my friends at Fox News and Breitbart and the Media Research Center and Newsbusters and The Blaze and all the real news outlets covering this devastating war, <laughs> When you write your weekly don't think piece on my monologue, gluing together words and phrases that fit your narrative, include this next part. What is it about Christmas that you think that Jews hate? <laughs> the, the no traffic? The, the vacation days? The, the gorgeous lights lining the streets and the houses and the shopping squares? Uh, the carolers? Uh, do you think we hate the, the giant spike in retail? I... <laughs> You're really muddying the stereotype here. Like, so now it's the greedy merchant Jew that hates making money? I, I don't understand. What else do the Jews hate about this beautiful holiday? Uh, is it the empty movie theaters and myriad Chinese food options? Is it the, the royalty checks on every Christmas song? You know, um, you know all the classic Christmas songs you love? Jews wrote them, all of them. Okay, be honest, Sarah, not all of them, just Winter Wonderland and Let It Snow and Silver Bells. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And oh, I'll Be Home for Christmas and White Christmas and Most Wonderful Time of the Year and The Christmas Song. <laughs> That's, oh, and uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch and Holly Jolly Christmas and Santa Baby and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and Little Drummer Boy, but that's it. Just kidding, there are a zillion more. <laughs> Christmas songs are in our blood, baby. Every year, there is some sort of new thing that is trotted out by conservative media to support their pretend war on Christmas, which leads us to the saga of the Starbucks coffee cup. First, it was just plain red, which is apparently a total affront to Christianity. <laughs> um, then they had like a, a winter motif, which made them very angry because there were like no specific to Christmas symbols on it. <laughs> I'm really, I, um, what do you need? Like, what will make you happy? I, I, I'll really, I wanna do anything. Like a, a bleeding Jesus on a cross on the cup, or maybe a close-up of like Mary crowning. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> Guys, it's, it's just coffee, you know? It's, it's the stuff that you drink to make yourself in the morning. <laughs> So anyway, this year, Starbucks did give in and decorated the cup with Christmas trees and presents, and they even doubled down and added a new drink called uh, Christmas Tree Frappuccino. And you wanna know what I think about it? It's delicious. <laughs> and like a Christmas miracle, they still found a new thing to be very angry about in the form of possibly gay hands. <laughs> Hey, loud, homophobic, wildly un-Jesus-like, hate-fueled, fringe Christians, you're bumming everybody out. <laughs> Especially, I would imagine, the majority of Christians in this country, you know? I, I, I grew up in a Christian town, in a Christian state, 
my friends were Christian, and most of the Christians I know are really about uh, love and inclusivity and are wildly comfortable with hands of any sexual orientation. <laughs> like, when did uh, companies like Starbucks become the nation's religious moral compass? I, like, when did people start saying, you know, I don't really believe in Starbucks' message anymore, but I still take the kids there every Sunday for the community of it. <laughs> I, Starbucks is not church. The only thing Starbucks has in common with church is they both let people off the street take dumps in their bathrooms, which is beautiful. <laughs> but there's never been a time when a coffee cup or a company has prevented anyone from celebrating Christmas or being Christian, even Starbucks. And here's a fun fact. Starbucks founder Howard Schultz, Jewish. <laughs> So to recap, you're mad that the Jew store where you get your coffee isn't Christmassy enough. <laughs> Which also begs the question, why are their bagels so sh**? <laughs> hmm. Okay, see the magic of editing. So. I thought, and nice, without yelling, which, by the way, we did ours separately. I didn't know that she was trying, like, let's not bark. Let's try to, that if I say bend your ear, bend your ear. I mean, I really do. You Look, we have to decide at what point is someone not worth discussing something with. It is appropriate to write somebody off sometimes. Sometimes it's appropriate to do it because you're, you're learning, okay, there's their boundaries. They're not really taking. And So I'm not saying it has to even completely change your opinion, although it should. You just heard it. It cleanly and calmly, almost legally. She, you, she ruled out probable cause. So she took like therapy and good detective work. She ruled out probable cause. The traffic, the, the, the residual checks that, you know, like the, literally the, 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 no one's on the roads. Oh, well, that's the same as the traffic. Um, and the, uh, and the, uh, the holiday and the beautiful, there's no probable cause. And then I took it. So I realized something. Sometimes people would do what they do in a relationship only for social issues. They, if you lie about why you want to get out of a relationship and you say, well, it's because, you know, you, you want to live where it's cold and you want kids. If that's not why and they go to aggressively, even kindly change some things. Well, we can live in Florida. My company has a place there. If they don't, if you don't see a sense of Oh, wait, I'm addressing them because you know you're addressing them really cleanly and brilliantly. You're, you're saying we, we could live in a warm place. This is what you said. And you know what? I t thought about it and I don't want children. And I thought long and hard about it. That's why I took me. And that's not what it is either. They're not going to change their opinion because they were never honest to what bothered them. So therefore, you enter into just a, it's a, it's a, because somebody's not willing to bring to what they're really upset about the table. And anybody that didn't change their opinion after they watched that and goes, you know what? By the way, I don't care if it's a half a percent of anybody that watched it. Somebody, I have to believe that people can change over something, even that stupid. Somebody did went, you know what? I think I'm going to stop saying that. I said it. There's people like that. They said it. You know, they debunked that. But if it didn't debunk you, you are a breed that needs to be studied because you are not being honest. If it was about that, you would go, oh. So when you're ready to tell me what it is, then we'll have a conversation. But until then... You have to just say sometimes to people, you're not being honest about what you're upset about. I'm just as a five and dime therapy, as I call it. You're not coming to the table. And I, and, I liked, and I think that will help me decide when it's time 
to debate something with somebody if you if you're not going to get through to them if is this making sense what i'm saying so there's that <laughs> so anyway your comedy special yeah <laughs> who gives a shit netflix a netflix original and um that was it there's one more thing but you know what who needs to get all i'm feeling great Sorry, I didn't know what to add to that. No, I, you, you know, just you know what you just you, said it though. You know what you know what because it was it, good. It was great. You did exactly what you would never believe me. You just you do you do it perfect. Whatever you do is perfect. You know. Do do those people though really know what it is that they're mad about? I don't think they do. Or is it just a bunch of things that they're told to be mad about? Isn't it probably it takes, any the change? Aren't they just sick of change? So this is just like one thing that they're allowed to complain about, and there's probably groups that they're fed up that they even have to consider. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think there's some groups that they would be like, oh, we used to just call those people weird. Like, it was easier. Yeah, sure, it's a lot easier when you don't have to be nice to everybody and kind. It's not even nice. Nice sounds like you're doing them a favor. Just plain, simple, clean decency. I think it's just, it might be as simple, I could be completely wrong, as people really fear... The unknown, that's like a an instinct, mm -hmm. almost. Uh, and so it takes a lot of work to be able to uh, be better than your basic human instincts. And some oh, people to, just to, aren't to recluse, enough to, to recluse in comfort, yeah. to recluse in comfort. You have to fight that like you're you have to fight that like your spine bending forward by stretching. Mm -hmm. Just like you if you've got to fight that fucking you've got to stretch. You're basically going, you want to bend this way, but you won't. People that stretch. It's not bullshit. You, they live longer lives. It is healthy. The body wants to go that way, and you go, no, we will stand straight, and I will keep my limber, keep my body limber, and I will stretch, and I will fight this, and I will win in many situations. You need to fight going inward, comfortability towards, yeah, it's, it's hard to learn about new people. It's already hard to, it's one more thing to worry about. I get, but we're talking about human beings here. Every time that you don't want to grow, it involves a human being not getting exactly what they deserve and that's anything they want anytime you're telling anybody that didn't get arrested that they can't have anything they want you are making life complicated and it's got to stop i think we have to stop this gray area let's just count everybody in if you, everybody's born equal i'm not going to use a homophobic or i'm not going to use the word racist look like can't we just go everyone's born equal so whatever they want they deserve so let's just give it to them but like gay marriage would have fell under that. What did they do? I'm, I'm confused because uh, we're all equal, right? Okay, well, then just give it to them. It's not simple. Logic is that we're, we're all born equal, and I think that uh, if you press them on that, that, uh, yeah, the Constitution says and whatever. They get whatever. it, right? They, they get it. The Bible says whatever. They get it, but they don't let that part of their brain control them. They let the part that... Uh, it's like when they were kids, they were afraid of the dark because it was unknown. They didn't know what was back there. That part of their brain that controls that like instinct takes right. charge. Like I don't know about black people, so I fear them. And yeah, and I think that's. Uh, by the way, that might lead full circle to what I said about coming to the table with what you're really upset about. And I think there's some things they want to say that some do through Twitter, some do, you know. But they're they um they can't say it. So what really bothers them... They they're, can't they're, say it because there is that part of their brain that knows they're wrong. With some of it, I agree. I think, I think they're embarrassed. Or they just believe society uh, yeah. won't let them. 
Well, they'll say things that, like, if you, you want to say to somebody, for instance, that doesn't understand systemic racism. Systemic racism to me, you know what it means to me? My peanut allergy joke. It really does. It means, I, I'll say it again, because I don't take for granted everybody listens to every show. And I think it's a clean point to make right here. It, I thought what it does, it says, look, I get, that's why I stopped yelling on stage after. I go, I get it. If they say peanut allergies are fake from 40 years ago is a good conclusion to come to. And it should be answered. But I have answered it. It does seem you could be fairly intelligent, very intelligent, and go, come on, two intelligent people come to the conclusion that peanut allergies didn't exist from a tight scope. But all I'm saying is just widen the scope, and then you'll go, oh, peanut allergies. Just hit it from a different angle, and then how's I relating this to what we were just talking about? Uh, I, I don't know. I think you were getting to the point where uh, the, the unknown, right, that they can't, right, the different parts of the brain. I don't know. I got lost. No, I was trying to relate that the peanut allergies is saying, just look at it from a different angle. Like, it might seem one way, but then, yeah, try to look at it. Oh, that's systemic racism. That, yeah, I get it if you look at it from this angle, how you can, you can come to the wrong conclusion of why certain neighborhoods like they are or why stats are how oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Topically, yes. If I don't say that, I'm not going to bring you with me. I get it. Peanut allergy. I get it why you look at it from this angle and you don't but you got to look at it from another angle. It's, things are a little more have a little more a little depth and if 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 the if the peanut allergy joke and yet put modesty aside for a second, I think it's a clean analogy to go if that looks so that's why I overpreface it. I get it. That looks like a good conclusion to come to. It does. It's a really good conclusion to come to from a smart person. But then you look, you're like, holy shit, look at it from that angle, and it blew it out of the water. So just be able to do that with other things, you know? Understand that, because you're looking at racism this way, what's the worst thing that you just don't get it? To learn what systemic racism is, and then be able to look at it, oh, go, oh, now but, I but see. But I think that there's another... Uh, uh, basic instinct that comes into play that prevents that and that's a fear of change you fear unknown and you don't like change because it's uncomfortable even though on paper we know that it's inevitable everything is change well, evolution is change everything's right. going to change that's why when they say you know people go i was taught to love and be nice yeah unless someone deemed that didn't deserve that love so you're saying yeah you, you can make lemonade for everybody and be you know i was taught to treat everybody's as a but then yeah but you've also decided that some people by no nothing to do with the content of their character or anything uh, are undeemed of your kindness well they're lesser than because of this or well then i don't know what the i do know what i'm talking about but i might have got a little lost one thing did you say istemic Right. Did I say it wrong? Nothing like hearing it's, someone. Uh, I know. I'm sorry to do this to you. No, you don't have to be I, sorry. I, I You're educating me. I started thinking about it. I started thinking about it. Like, what is it called? This will go out to people. Uh, systemic. Systemic racism. Yeah. I want to say it up front so when I get to it, people will uh, not be upset. But you know, <laughs> say it on the opening. But that's how you say it with a Philly accent. Systemic <laughs> racism. <laughs> no, I was, that's I literally went to go Google. Systemic race. Is that a new one? Shit. And then uh, and I was know. saying the comedy addict. When I was in Bloomington, I really, maybe I should get out of the business. Oh, no, 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 the, you're overreacting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome oh, no. to the Eric Olson Show. The Ladies Eric Olson Show. Oh. <laughs> hey. No, no Tide, I think you're overreacting. I don't feel like you do it. I can't no. go on and steer the ship. Mm. What was the other thing? 
No, we're done. <laughs> Don't tease we're me. We're done. <laughs> we're done. The other thing, you wish you didn't know. You uh, wish you knew. Uh, I do. I don't know why that conversation reminded me my uh, family was in town, and uh, my brother's wife asked me why I was a vegetarian. She asked me, mm-hmm. and then I know that people don't really want to know the answer. It's like ah, there's a lot of reasons, right? I'm exact. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of reasons. I know they don't really want to, they, and they, or they want to debate you. Yeah, exactly. So, so the end. Yeah, exactly what you need is a debate, and you're placing no job. I've watched. I've always said this for years. I have been the biggest defender of even mild criticism of vegetarians and vegans. So many people are on the aggressive because they feel judged, and I very ever rarely saw them any vegan or any vegetarian judge anybody. The type of person who would let you be the type of person that would that do that, and and it's a pain in the ass, and it's hard to do. Is, is a spiritually evolved person mostly that's not doing it? Are there some? Of course, but there's so little. You know how I know? Because here's the way I decided. Everybody ever fucking met my entire life that's a vegan or vegetarian that was, her was nothing but great. So I would imagine that that's a pretty good pulse of overwhelming they are, and with some scientificness, put it together. That if you're spiritually enough, and I'm not saying you're a perfect person, there's people that can probably be vegans and vegetarians and do other bad things, but they're probably, I know, I think there's a reason they always go out of their way not to judge, and people feel judged, and then they want to debate you. Great. Leave them the fuck alone. What, Eric? Yeah, no, I just couldn't believe that that... <laughs> was her point that everybody eats meat, so everybody's wrong. She said, <laughs> I, I, at first I didn't know it was going to be a debate, because she's like, no, I really want to know. So I told her. And then uh, she listened, and then she goes, yeah, but the Bible says animals are here for our pleasure, so you think everybody that eats meat is wrong? First of all, yes. Yes, I do think that everybody is wrong. That's cocky, but that's how I feel. I feel like I'm crazy in this world. Of crazy people. You know you know why you're saying and this? And they don't allow me to scream, you're all fucking wrong. There was a time where everyone believed that the universe revolved around the Earth, and everyone was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let me tell you something. And there were people like Galileo that said it, and they put him in fucking house arrest because they don't like that. If you don't, if you, I, I've said this before, if you think time equals validity, you are going to make some fucking horrible, egregious, wrong side of the history choices. Because if you think time equals validity, then there's a lot of shit we did wrong that you're just going to hold on to because, well, we did it this long. How could it be completely fucking dead wrong? And you know what it is? It's not even being cocky. If it's anything you, people that don't eat meat, you know what? It's fun to say because I can say it have been pushed around long enough. Like, you know, it's like this whole, because it. The not eating, of, especially tortured. Like I, I know I'm done. No, no. <laughs> Ugh. it's. I had a point, and I, I know I had some. Oh, because they, they go out of their way not to. To, you are right. You are right. You know how and I you, know oh, everybody knows that I'm right because they always bring that up. Well, what about free range? I just thought of something. So they fucking know that I'm right, or they wouldn't bring up the free range. They're That's saying, how they justify well, it. They're, they're saying, because I've said the same thing, they're saying at least, well, I fucking know that that's got to be wrong, and I do that. So why don't I not nitpick on what they're doing, but just have a little admiration for it, because it is hard. I don't think they want a trophy for doing it, but you know, what's so wrong to be, to go, yeah, they're doing something right. There's no way that's right. And I used to think, what about free range? I asked somebody because I wanted to learn. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. Right. I, oh, I, oh my yeah. God! Hold on. I I love that. It makes me not look like I take myself too seriously. Um. So, uh, but hold on. So, what you're saying is here's what what at least what I'm saying for it, uh, people that uh you know are vegan or vegetarian is that we're not asking you know somebody to to totally agree right away, but. You know, why are you not even giving it a listen? Anybody that dismisses it, like, learn why. Ask, because you know what? When I believed in free range, when I thought, well, what about just free range? Because nature is, you know, whether, even if you don't believe in God. But I thought, I bet if I ask someone that's vegan, they're going to tell me something. And you know what? The truth sounds like the truth. They always, they always be honest to little kids, because even, even if they have to, don't be age appropriate, but be, even if they don't understand it, they'll know they were told the truth. That's what my aunt told my mom. They'll know they hold their truth. And I think adults know when they hear the truth. You might think, well, what about people that hear the wrong thing? I think deep down at some level they know. And that, that sounds, what I heard when I asked the vegan, what about just free range? The minute they said it, it came out of their mouth. I went, oh, that makes sense. And they go, well, it's still, they weren't doing it in judgmental. I asked them. They're going, I think it might have been you, Eric. It well, still implies that they're here for your consumption. Right. For life to exist in any form is a fucking miracle to me. The fact that we get to be here right now, and it's just the odds of the Big Bang happening and the planet forming and the perfect spot around the sun and then water getting delivered by fucking asteroids and thing cooling down and, and fucking something grows in the ocean. Who knows where the fuck that came from? And it evolves to come out of the ocean and dinosaurs came and then the fucking asteroid hit that and killed them or we wouldn't exist. All of that shit, it was a miracle. <laughs> That any of that took place so that we can live. Right. That means cows, too. It's a fucking miracle that they got to uh, exist. And you're going to take that away for your own. Hey, I, 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 I think you are. That, that all came home perfectly because I agree for them, too. But here's the thing. And then I'll leave on this as far as this one thing goes. It's not even you. It's like they're not. Most of the people are not agreeing that it's the right way to go towards because they gave the other side a listen that's what i find because if you did a lot more people a lot more people because when i heard it a lot more people would feel differently and i know people even in my family that it's not even like i they just stop they, i won't even that's why when i say is it right to shut up sometimes because if the answer is no i'm fucked because i can't imagine going home every time and giving my family you know, like, just even having the casual conversation, they'll ask me why. I go, I'm trying to eat less meat. I go, oh, but I'm, of course, I'm like, oh, I eat meat. Don't worry. You know, I, I don't feel, you know, but they're asking, like, at dinner, because I'm thinking, oh, I'll try to not eat meat this meal. But I do it in such a way, I go, believe me, I'll be jamming a hamburger in my mouth at dinner tonight. But I, because I want to do it. And then they, they go, what? Like, they're like, it's like a joke. The, the, the counter argument is uh, other animals do it. Do other animals have cars and houses and computers and figured out how to get to the fucking moon? Oh, we're different, right? We can logically realize that maybe what we're doing wrong. When they can come to that conclusion, then we'll argue with them too. You know, dogs hump my leg unapologetically. Let's, let's all do that. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Show today. 
Lisa, hey, we're going in for the close. We're going in for the close. That was a good one. Where'd you find that one from? Joe McKenzie. That's Joe a great McKenzie one. Archives. On the banjo, Joe McKenzie on the banjo. Joe McKenzie. Aren't you excited about the gorilla song? That we're gonna get from Joe. It's for gorillas that listen to the show. Yeah, put to music. So excited oh, for that. What do you think he's gonna do? Take some gorilla sounds and then probably mix them oh, in with music. Who knows? You know, like uh, the gorillas know sign language. Maybe that's yeah. what he's gonna do. Oh, wow, yeah, a Joe. sign language oh. song. Oh, cool. You know what? You're right. And then wow. we'll do a video podcast and play it for gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I got dreams. I got dreams. <laughs> Sometimes you think, like, what's the best way to, cl- to close the show? Like, you know, and I don't know. Sometimes I do something. I'm not. The great thing is if I start doing it, we go, no, we can come up with something better. No. Let's just let it. Well, everybody, it is time to say goodbye. What's that song about? Sokotoka Crota Crackers. Sokotoka crackers. Let me let me listen. No, we're, we're done. It's about his dog. Oh, okay. It's about his dog. What do you want to eat? Hamburgers? Oh, <laughs> oh, I saw oh the- shit. <laughs> I literally just put my... I saw the cutest little hamburgers. Oh, I won't eat a hamburger anymore. Here's a guy lying about being involved. By the way, I literally, when I just said that, put my hand over my mouth. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, I literally to George meant, Carlin. You meant Because I meant burgers. it. You no, meant, I meant hamburgers. Oh, I sure want, Hey, not. you know what? But I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I am. <laughs> I am. I like that I'm thinking about it. I won't get them tonight. <laughs> well, you meant tofu burgers is what you meant, right? No, you don't have to lie for me, Cody. All right. I'm not you're gonna... a piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> Guess what? We never got to use this show. Remember we were going to use this? Maybe we go to close with this. You know, it's all about it's all about producing a show and if you can't produce a show, then why do one? Mm-hmm. Thank you everybody for coming by tonight. You've been a wonderful audience. How about a hand for the beautiful Harry and the Dirty Dogs? Playing in the orchestra tonight in the Tag Last Show. On drums, on Harry and the Dirty Dog, Aaron Simon. What a fun night, right, Eric? That was great. Wow, what a journey. Wow. Do we have any words of wisdom for people as we leave today? Don't eat meat. Don't eat meat. I'm tired. Oh, my dear. (laughs) I'm serious. What do you do? You know what you do? You just, just be where you're at. You just get people in a good mood. That's all they want. Our job is to leave people in a good mood.
Look at Rocky. Rocky! Rocky! Look, Rocky. Hey, Rocky, we heard it's your fifth birthday and your dad found this and he's playing it for you. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy, Happy five birthday, years, Rocky. Rocky. Can you believe it? You found this? We knew when we did it, we thought it's going to seem like forever when they did that show on Rocky for his five year, for his uh, fifth year birthday. Don't say those words we do. Uh, no, we just played this part for oh. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rocky. Happy birthday to you. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.